At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Louisville. Oh, yeah. Slug is Louisville. I think we're just waiting on Luke and then we should be good to go. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series uh, Please do hit that subscribe button uh, Put out three new interviews every single week New one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artist And discover some new ones at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube For the video versions, WFPK.org Or anywhere you get your podcast from I'm Kyle Meredith. My guest today, Five Seconds of Summer. Going to be talking about their latest singles and upcoming album, Five, SOS Five. And I should preference, uh, it, it's three quarters of the band. Uh, Luke, Cal, Michael, Ashton wasn't uh, uh, able to be here. Uh, we're going to be talking about them being a newly independent band, uh, how the single Complete Mess directed the sound for the rest of the album, and having major chords on display on this record. Uh, Luke is also going to talk about how his and Ashton's uh, solo record had an effect on the new disc, while Cal and Michael contemplate when they might release one of their own. Uh, we're also going to talk about the nostalgia heard within the new album uh, as it comes on the heels of their recent 10th anniversary, as well as working with John Feldman and their nonprofit Friends of Friends, which is uh, helping aid people in Ukraine. So let's do it. Five Sauce Five. It's Kyle Meredith with Five Seconds of Summer. Oh, yeah. Three quarters. Three quarters of the band. Three quarters. Oh, yeah. yeah, almost. Almost, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm I'm happy to have the ones that I can't have. I know Ashton isn't here today, but uh, but guys, um, seriously, uh, I know everybody's excited. We got a brand new record on the way. Let's do it a little bit later this year. Uh, we're ramping up with a, a couple singles so far, and and I'll throw this out to whoever wants it. Um, do, do you find like I know the uh, the original like record deal and everything is sort of ended, and and this are you more of an independent artist right now? Is there more control? Is that what I understand? We absolutely are. Like, by by definition, we are. Um, you know, but also just even even mentally, I feel like we're in a place. Sorry, that was a loud car. Um, even even just mentally, I feel like we're in a place where we feel more kind of reliant on ourselves to 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 make the music and to release it and to promote it and kind of like 
come up with the ideas for like the yeah. video and just everything. We're sort of in a yeah. place where like we're we're really, you know, I I definitely think the word independent is wrong because there's four of us and we're kind of all collaborating with each other and sort of like, you know, we'll always rely on another person in the band to like, you know, in whatever that aspect is or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yes and no, I guess to the answer, but I guess yes and yes in a way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's almost surprising because you guys are such a huge entity, you know, to to be able to kind of step off like that to uh to take it all on your own. I mean, that's completely commendable. Like I I guess is what I'm saying and 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 impressive what you're you're going on here. So so that's it. You get into the record as we got going on. Do you then have these conversations of where, like, is it just like you, the, the album becomes what it's going to be, or is the conversation says, this is what we want this album to be? I think this album, uh, it's hard to say exactly and pinpoint exactly like when, um, there wasn't really like a, a discussion of like, we're going to make the album that sounds like this is obviously thoughts and like, you know, you send playlists to each other and um, you sort of talk about the feeling you want to convey. Um, and, you know, we've been talking about being a band for, uh, you know, 20 years since we were fucking 15 years old. So there's a, there's always like a, an essence of like, we're going to keep making decisions that um, promote longevity um, in the band, but going into this album musically, it's sort of, we sort of stumbled across something uh, different for us. And I think uh, Complete Mess, the first song we put out, which is why we put it out first, was the first um, uh, thing we made, just the four of us with Michael producing it. Um, and that was a really beautiful moment. And I think uh, dominoed, then dominoed the rest of the songs and the rest of the album and the way we made that and the way we just sort of, we went out to Joshua Tree, just the four of us, and it was made in a very, uh, youthful sort of, I hate saying fun, but a youthful fun way. Um, so that sort of um, directed where the rest of the album, you know, was made and how it was made and what kind of music came out and the story we were telling and uh, the way we're speaking about it now even. So that, that was sort of like the first uh, domino to fall. Um, I don't know, I'm using a domino metaphor, but it really was like the first thing that, um, started it off um and then after that so i guess that was like the first sort of taste of what it what it felt like and what it was going to be like um yeah i hear um as i understand uh, uh major chords for this album are, are are quite the brave new world for you for you all <laughs> major chords are in man <laughs> it was so weird because it wasn't like a it wasn't like a conscious thing where we were like oh yeah so let's go into this process like you know, making making things sound more uplifting or whatever. It's just kind of as we got in there, we were, you know, and we tried to write, you know, like darker songs and like we, and there are some on the record for sure, but they just weren't coming as easy as like uplifting, positive, sort of like, and beautiful sounding songs were. I don't, I honestly don't, I don't know when that switched. We just wrote so many, like the fourth album is just so dark and heavy um because of the way we were feeling at that time and sort of the what we're into i suppose um so after that it was just like a lot of i don't know i i remember trying to sit down and like be like all right we need to write something like fucking not major and like big and grand and um 
I don't know. And I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even do it. it. Didn't make sense. I was like, I hate, I hate starting on the six, which <laughs> I hate starting on the minor six. It sounds bad. doesn't feel right. And I think that, that uh, which is a very uh, nerdy thing to say, I suppose, but um, I don't know. I just sort of felt that was the way we wanted to take it. And I think going into playing these live shows, I think it just sort of catered to a bigger audience and a more uplifting uh, environment, I think. And we want to be something to, not that we're ever like a, you know, a downer, we're always having a good time on stage, but we want it to be something to look forward to after two years. Um, and I think maybe that internally, subconsciously was like, brewing as we were get coming to do shows yeah i don't know but definitely more more major major chords are in <laughs> with with you luke and, and and i don't know if you can speak to ashlyn at this point too but you both had solo records that did come into this and and as i guess i'm you know wondering if that had effects on this record in the sense that you know especially when you read uh, some interviews, when I read some interviews, when you read like critics or anything, there's always that, you know, confronting dark moments of your record. And as you talk about this record being extremely introspective, I think is the phrase that's been tossed around uh, quite a lot. I mean, what effect did the solo records have on this one? Definitely been tossing around just introspective a lot. I've been, I've been, I've been lobbing that around. And, and uh, Domino. <laughs> yeah, and Domino. That's a new one. I think it had a, I mean, it had a lot of, a lot of different effects, but I think for me, it just, um, it was such a weird time uh, in those, in, you know, I guess we're still technically in it, but like in those, in that hardcore time where we were just at home all the time, uh, I needed to do something. And I think going into, once I'd sort of made something on my own or even had the beginnings of making something on my own and written some of those songs, um about some different topics and about um i don't know just exploring a different area it allowed me to understand myself more and understand my role in the band when we went to go back to making music as a band um and miss making music with the band and i don't know i guess allow i just honestly like i like it's it really, it really was just like these, I had to work through some things and I think much like therapy, I suppose, uh, work through these things and be like, okay, well, now I understand this about myself and this, now I can uh, go and write with the band and have a better understanding of myself, which sounds very simple, but it made such a difference to me and my headspace. Was, uh, you know, with, with the two of uh, you all doing the um, solo records, did the, uh... Did uh, Callum Michael, did, did you all have that itch? Was that, was that something that you all wanted to try? Or maybe it's in the future? I don't know if you want to go, Cal. You look, you unmuted. <laughs> you unmuted, you go. Remutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like creating is a part of all of us, um, you know, and, and I mean, creating is part of everyone, to be fair, but... Um, it was awesome to be able to witness like Luke and Ash releasing their own solo records. Um, and it was, I, I, I never thought about it really. I was writing pretty much constantly, but I never thought about 
releasing anything. I was more enjoying writing for the sake of writing, um, if you know what I mean, and having no no agenda. It might be in the future, um, and it might not. Uh, I don't. I'm not really sure right now. It's like it's hard to think about other things when you're so um, kind of immersed into into um, you know into the band, but. It, it, it is a difficult process. I mean, I was, it was a constant communication when the guys were releasing their own solo album, making sure that nothing's, no one's stepping on each other's toes um, when it comes to, you know, um, the band releasing music as well. Um, so it, it was something that was, was new for us, but also something to like break down the stigmas around solo record music. Um, you know, that's our goal is to be able to be um, as strong of performers and songwriters and musicians for for the band. And um, that was clearly evident when, when the guys went away and, and made their solo record stuff that came back, um, you know, and made, made the unit even stronger. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it, it's it's great. I think, I think as well, like, from from the beginning of starting this band, we're, we're all such strong individuals, you know, and we all sing and we all have like very specific things that, you know, we like and that we want to do and that we want to, you know, how we want to represent ourselves like musically and stuff. <clears throat> and I think that where a lot of bands that have those strong individuals go wrong is they don't allow each other the space that that you know, they would need. And um, I just I just think that, you know, I have this like vision of us playing forever. And even though we've, you know, released, you know, our own projects and done, you know, other, you know, side projects. And if we've done, you know, any music that we've all made individually, I just have this like, image in my head of us being able to like perform it all together and like you know we're always going to be on each other's team you know and we're always going to look out for each other because you know we've just we've had so much you know we're so you know just i don't i don't want to say stuck because it sounds wrong but we are maybe glued is the right together <laughs> bonded i'm not sure but it's still stuck feels right I like stuck. um I like yeah dominoes yeah so we're stuck <laughs> we're dominoes that are stuck together and uh and like i don't know like no matter what happens i think we're always gonna you know give each other the room that we need to to create and you know i, I I think for seeing seeing us all make music individually and I mean I know that when I listened to like you know when Ash's album came out and I listened to it I was like fuck it's so crazy for me to like listen to his stories and the way that he's telling them in a way that's you know so different just as like when Luke's came out and like I got to listen to like his perspective on like what his things were and like I'd be lying if I said I was like fuck now I can't wait to tell my story as well one day as well and you know like I mean Callum said who knows if that or when that will even happen um but just giving each other that space and and allowing each other to kind of like 
I don't know, just create freely because we all want the same thing and we all want the best for each other as well. Like we all want each other to be successful, not only just successfully commercially, but like successful as a person. Like we want, we want each other to be able to like thrive. So sorry for the long winded uh, jump in, but it's an answer. It's an answer to a question. That's what I was hoping for. An answer to a question. Yeah, there we go. I just feel like Cal already answered it, and then I answered something else that I created. Given your perspective, you know, you know, so few bands even have this much talent inside it. I mean, I don't know why in my head I'm, I'm thinking like, yeah, there was that time that Kiss did that. They all did four solo records and released them all at the same time, and that was the new Kiss album. Was four solo records? Like you could. I actually didn't know that. That's that. I'm gonna look that up. Do you know what the album's called? Off the top of my head, they're all four different albums, but it's yeah, it's Ace Freely did one, Gene Simmons did one, etc. You know, it's everybody did one. You could you could be the next Kiss in that regard because I don't know anybody that's done that since. By the way, I like that headline though. Five stars, the next Kiss. <laughs> the next Kiss. <laughs> Coming to a summer near you. That's <laughs> okay. true. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest and allergies. Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines, some of them, work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. That's A S T E P R O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's a, it's a, this album also has the kind of interesting 
placement in time that, uh, you know, coming off the 10th anniversary that happened last year, you guys put out that song, that song 2011. And, you know, kind of reaching back, finding that nostalgia and put it in your present. Does that find itself any more in, in this album? Because, or is this the clean, I mean, that in one sense, I guess that could be the end of chapter one and this just starts something completely different. Obviously, 2011 is a more, is maybe, why well, I didn't write it. These boys wrote it, so I don't know why I'm talking, but I was going to get into the album. But uh, it's a more direct, like, directly related to the 10 year anniversary because we released it then um but i think the new album definitely uh touches on those topics as well and i think it's um it's just trying to understand you know and i think it's trying to a lot of there's a couple songs that are more direct and there's a couple that are a bit more uh conversational lyrically and um i think the for instance, the fourth album was quite as as we we're talking about was quite dark and like sort of the way I've been trying to picture it in my head is like the some of the third and fourth stuff and even the second album was like very like stuck in one place and unsure how to um, figure things out and it feels like this is going to be this way forever and I think the new album sort of uh, has a bit more acceptance and a bit more self worth and self love. Um, which sounds a bit um, cheesy, but uh, it just sort of, you know, as you get older, you sort of look back on things with a bit, a bit more maturity, hopefully, and a bit, a uh, bit more, a uh, bit wiser. Um, so it definitely touches on topics like nostalgia and trying to be more present and mm -hmm. all of that. But uh, it does it, um, yeah, just doesn't yeah. different ways, you know. Yeah, and and sometimes the nostalgia isn't isn't so obvious, and it's it's you know a lot of the nostalgia that I think we had going into making this album was just kind of the way that we were making it, and you know we had the ten year anniversary sort of looming in the distance as we were making this, and we were sort of like you know in this reflective kind of place, um, and I think that a lot of the like nostalgia that we we sort of funneled into the music was was not really based around like music sounds um like it wasn't based around like you know oh this guitar reminds me of you know 10 years ago or whatever it was more just like the energy and the spirit that we kind of put into it and kind of the the sort of overall like thesis that we had going into it was kind of like nostalgic for us um, cause I feel like we, we were like, well, the obvious thing to do is to like play shit that would remind you of, you know, something that you, we would have released in the past, but that felt a little too obvious for us. We were like, okay, how can we get this in, in a way that feels like tasteful without, you know, wanting to just, you know, completely re redo something. So is uh, the, I know there's one of the track, at least one of the tracks, I think that's got uh, you guys collaborating with Feldman again. Like, is that one of those moments though, where you take that that chance to kind of go, okay, here's that, here's that, here's that time, that era. It's funny, uh, like that, the one we did because Caramel, right? That's that's the only mm -hmm. one. I'm best friends, best friends. Oh, I'm best friends. I think um, I don't know. It's like I, it's funny because when we work with Feldman now, we've had like and 
so much, there's been so much time in between working with him that going in, like we have different tastes, you know, and we all, we've made a bunch of music since then, you know, we're, what is it, five years older or whatever. Um, we've always remained friends, but we're like, we haven't like fully written with him a bunch. And I think going back in, we have such a better understanding of what we wanted to do. Um, and we, it was actually really fun to, uh, I don't know, go back in with him and almost challenge that and not just do the same thing again. So the song, honestly, those caramel is probably my one of my favorite songs on on the album i think it's really it doesn't really sound like something we've done with him before um which is probably the most exciting thing about it um yeah but you know it's definitely it it's definitely uh you slip back into what it was like to make you know the first and second album uh on a on a vibe level for sure <laughs> yeah i like that we're also uh defining that the song is called caramel and not caramel so i'm glad you said that <laughs> yeah uh, caramel. It's not caramel <laughs> it's for the um <clears throat> country folk around my area that's what it would be the caramel 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 um, and just quick compliments too. Uh, I know I didn't uh, really get into a complete mess that single. I love the dreamy quality of that. Uh, I love the tones, the sound of it. You got a beautiful video. I mean, did did you all shoot that on location? Is that are we actually in the desert? There are no green screens involved. In no green bit. screens. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, now we're in Burbank, California for that one. <laughs> now no, we actually went out. Uh, now I was covered in sand. I've still got sand coming out of me. Shake you like a shoe that's uh, right on it um I'll, I'll quickly wrap up i don't there's no transition into this from that um uh what's new with friends of friends because that's that's really an important thing that you all do with that side of your uh, your career as well what's the focus uh right now on that yeah i mean uh, it could be you know the most important part of what we do yeah for for those who don't know it's our nonprofit organization that we started uh a few years ago um and right now we're just kind of helping out um people in in the ukraine um and because of the devastating war that's that's still ongoing there at the moment so if you go to our our web store or instagram friends of friends uh you'll be able to see tons of ways you can help um you know whether you're donating or not donating there's tons of links um very informational there um so yeah make sure you can help out in whatever way possible yeah absolutely well thank you all for doing that and uh, and guys thank you so much uh for taking the time to talk about it. i'm looking forward to the uh full release later this uh this year uh in the meantime we got the singles and uh, i really appreciate it thank you all thank you man and also thank, you, thank you for like doing your research and like you know you know you asked a lot of awesome questions i love that yeah thank oh, you man thank you very much i listened i read it's, it's... <laughs> I'm sorry you don't get that otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. a bigger question. All right. Fellas, Thanks, take Carl. care. We'll see you around. Thanks, Thank you, ma'am. Thank Bye. you. My thanks to Luke, to Cal, to Michael, and of course to Ash, who couldn't be here. Five seconds of summer. And thanks to you as well for checking out the uh, the episode. Uh, hit the subscribe button before you get out of here for new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. 
That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence, as your music and film news, you can also find me on the social media spots, uh, mostly, mostly on Twitter, but also Facebook and Instagram, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Uh, as you can see right here on my home setup, I know my mics. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.